0: Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at Canva.com, designed for work.
1: Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a who done It for the Ages. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, PitBall.
0: I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living.
1: Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets, and sometimes, their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome
1: to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio.
0: Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Love can certainly be a many splendored thing. But what is it about we humans that makes us long for love in the first place? Before the article this episode is based on, House to Fork spoke via email with Dr. Nikki Nance, a licensed psychotherapist and professor at Beacon College in Leesburg, Florida. She said, Generally speaking, human pair bonding is a drive to keep the species in existence. Today, falling in love is socially defined. If we didn't have love stories to establish the expectation of falling in love, we might not do it. We would still bond, though. HowStuffWorks also spoke via email with psychologist Dr. Beverly Palmer, the author of Love Demystified, Strategies for a Successful Love Life. She explained a theory for how our sense of love develops, called attachment theory, which states that the beginning stages of love, as well as how we pursue it and give it throughout our lives, can depend a lot on our parents. She said, We are born as helpless infants, dependent on our parent to fulfill our needs. Love then becomes need fulfillment, and we seek this same love out as adults. Palmer explained that, according to attachment theory, children are protected and nurtured by available, responsive parents and have their need for emotional nurturing satisfied. Therefore, they learn to love the parents in return. And in this theory, what children learn about love from their parents determines how they learn to love others as adults. That's not to say that people from less-than-perfect homes are not capable of forming a good-loving relationship, but they might need to do some extra work to get there. And remember that pair-bonding that Nance mentioned? Well, it happens for a reason. She said, our brain is set up to support pair-bonding. When people fall in love, they go into a state of limerence. Limerence is a fancy way of saying infatuation or obsession— This happens because our brains and hormones go wild when faced with a sincere love interest. Nance explained, When we are in the company of the loved one, the brain produces more serotonin, which gives a sense of well-being, more endorphins, which are natural painkillers, and more dopamine, which increases pleasure. The good feeling is a reward that makes us want more. Although serotonin levels do vary from person to person, they can also go down during the head-over-heels process. As a result, decreased serotonin may produce obsessive-type symptoms that cause some people to think of the person they're in love with constantly. The hormonal reactions aren't limited to romantic love, though. HowStuffWorks also spoke with Joe Bates, a psychiatrist and author of Making Your Brain Hum, 112 Weeks to a Smarter You. He said, viewing pictures of beauty, nature, a loved one, or even your beloved pet can cause us to feel relaxed or produce loving emotions, releasing oxytocin in the bloodstream. Oxytocin is another hormone that our bodies make, uh, one that can increase bonding tendencies. But why do some people find love more easily? Occasionally, eyes meet across the room, and the rest is history— for most of us, however, falling in love is more complicated. You have to be ready to give and accept love, which it's not always easy to do. And it can come down to timing, chemistry, and common ground. Although the old saying "opposites attract" remains prevalent, it's actually false in most cases. HowStuffWorks also spoke by email with relationship expert Kevin Darnay. He said. The goal is to find someone who shares your same values, wants the same things for the relationship that you do, naturally agrees with you on how to obtain those things, and, last but not least, has a mutual depth of love and desire for one another. If you've ever looked back on an earlier romance and wondered what you were thinking, you're not the only one. Darna said, The truth is, we really don't begin to craft a mate selection process or must-haves list until after we've experienced some heartache, betrayal, and disappointment. Whatever we think makes for an ideal mate at age 17 is not going to be what we want for a mate at age 25 or 35. At the end of the day, love is relative, so don't expect your relationship to look, feel, or act the same as past experiences or like those of your friends— Darnay said, ultimately, we're looking for someone to love us the way we want to be loved. If we don't feel loved, it doesn't matter what's in our mate's heart. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Do We Fall in Love? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Leah Hoyt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang and Ramsey Young. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily.